unity, glory, love, mission, and knowledge, being totally set apart to do the Father's will. This describes Christ and all in Him. Our Lord and Savior prayed in this way. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In John chapter 17, we have the high priestly prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ. The context of this prayer is that it takes place after his upper room discourse and prior to his betrayal, arrest, mock trial, and crucifixion. In the first five verses, the Savior of the world prayed for himself. The remainder of the chapter is King Jesus praying for his people, his people then and throughout history. And it's staggering to consider the requests that he made to his Father in heaven. Hear now God's holy and inspired and infallible word in John chapter 17, verses 20 through 26. I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory which you have given me I have given to them that they may be one, just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me, and loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, Although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. And I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. This text is the conclusion of Christ's prayer for his people. He had already prayed that his disciples would have the fullness of joy and that they would be sanctified in the truth of God's word. In this passage, Jesus prays for unity, witness, a vision of glory, and love. He prays that all his people would be brought completely to oneness, and to be perfected in oneness. And this will come about as those whom he has called go into the world as witnesses, They go preaching the word of God, displaying the glory of God, and as they do so, seeing people from every tongue, tribe, and nation being united to God through faith in Christ, and also witnessing the answer to Christ's prayer, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be one in us, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you have loved me. Maybe you need to hit the pause button, go back and listen or read those words again and consider how profoundly glorious they are. 
And if that isn't enough as a general concept, if that hasn't stopped you in your tracks, dropped you to your knees, how about these words? I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those who believe in me through their word. If you are in Christ, this prayer was made on your behalf. You were included in this prayer of King Jesus. Now, I have to give a caution. While this prayer is for you, if you are a Christian, it isn't about you, or at least it's not all about you. It's all about Him, and in Him, you are included. Brothers and sisters in Christ, all who have been united to Him by faith, He prayed for you then. He gave His body for you. He shed His blood for you. And He still prays for you as he always lives to make intercession for his own. So, tell me again why you're anxious, troubled, or in despair. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.